Hey, Puka. <laughs> Hi, Puka. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, God. Let me tell you about my day, sweetheart. Oh, God. Thank you, Father, for helping me get through this. Thank you so much. I woke up this morning and God filled up my heart with all these feelings about you, encounters about you, ways to feel about you, new. And God said, Quenisha, you on a you on the next step. The next step. God didn't say the next level. He said the next step. And I was like, wow. He said, next step. And he want me to title this next step. Because it's the next step in my life that I'm about to receive things I never receive because I wasn't in position to. But now that I am and I'm willing and I woke up with all of the love I have for you in a higher measure. And God wasn't going to tell me he was going to have me to wake up that way because I would have been like, God, wait, 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 God, please, please, wait, wait. This right here is enough. And I woke up with all of that in my heart and I called out for you. I never, I don't even call out for my mom. You know how when a child called out for their mom or called out for somebody, I was calling for you. I was calling the white Martin. And I woke up, went even all the way up. I was looking around like, you know, where are you? And your spirit man came in the room and you reached over and hugged me from behind. And you walked off like, I'm here. I'm here. I'm not going anywhere, Quenisha. I'm here. And I was, you know, very shocked because your spirit man, every visitation I had, We'll always draw a line and say, don't cross it. You stay over there, I stay over here. And I'm like, okay, fine, I get it. Even though one time I reached up, <laughs> you know? And today, you knew that I needed a hug. I needed you. And people say all the time, you don't need anybody the same way how we feel towards our God, we feel about our neighbors on our left and our right, because God would not have never said, he would not have ever said, if you don't love those who you see every day, how can you love me who you don't see? Have not seen. Loving others is loving me. And God is the highest, the highest, the all-sufficient one. But the love that God has released unto us, we give it back in return to him, how we express it towards each other. Because for a long time, growing up as a little girl, I was like, God, it's easier to love you. It's not easier to love those around me. You don't lie. You don't steal from me. You don't hurt me. You don't do these things. It's easy to love someone who loved me back. 
But I didn't have no great, no great sense as a, as a kid to know that you love those who hurt you, love those who do good unto you. But he knew I was too young to understand. But I thank God, sweetheart, I woke up cry, uh, calling for you and I was crying. Even Christ was hugging me, he was rubbing me on my back. I was surrounded by so much love. I am, but they had to really show forth a lot of love today. Anytime Christ pat me on my back and your spirit man come in to hold me from and hug me from behind, that is a serious, serious encounter. Something is really, really going on. And God knew how I was, how I was going to respond to what he had me to feel regarding you. And... I thank you because God showed me today. See, he set this day aside for me to say what I'm saying to you today. He had me to really feel the love that I have for you. You had this love ever since God has said to you who I am. It's not that you walk in a room and said, oh, she's suitable for me. Let me go talk to Quinesha and get to know her. No, God led you to find your wife. And I had to go through this today. This was our discussion today, me and God, concerning you. It had to happen before I go on the next step. And it's not a step like taking steps. A next step is a whole nother place in God. And... I had to really take it all in. What I really done. And God said, Quenisha, I gave you a double portion of love for this man. Because he had to go through a process years after years after years feeling that back, not back in return. He didn't have your input. He didn't have your support. He didn't have your yes. He didn't have your agreement. And God said, neither did I. You denied him. You denied me. You denied yourself. You said no to him. You said no to me. But I said no to yourself. And that's why your healing was so intense. Because I know that you wouldn't done that intentionally. But I am a God that is intentional. So I already had these days set up while you were doing your wrongdoings. I kept him for you. I comfort him. I give him my grace. I give him my strength, my might, my joy, love, everything that he needed of me. I became that. Everything that you didn't even do. I became that. He'd been through a lot, Quinesha. And at that time, they know you as his wife. He needed you. It was nothing more dishonoring could cause so much anger than to see what belongs to you somewhere else. And I know we make mistakes, but I'm trying to keep you all from making mistakes like this. Mistakes, period. Because there's no such thing as no higher or no lower 
A mistake is a mistake. He didn't feel wanted by you, Quinesha, because you didn't want him. And that's why it hurted you so much to find out the truth because you would have never wanted to ever hurt him. But it happened, Quinesha. But I took care of it all for both of you. And that's why I sent my son regarding all of you. Because I saw this day before I even told my son to come. My son is a way of your escape. Be glad that you have an exodus. It wouldn't be no revelation without an exit. You came out and now you're stepping into. And there's nothing more glorious than to watch both of you to prepare for what I have written down concerning you two. And you know Satan doesn't like that. He don't want no ministry. And he definitely don't want no powerhouse ministry. He don't want no power source. Because he's powerless. Dwight is big on revival. He's big on baptisms. He's big on communion. Because he's aware of dying with Christ and rising with him. He has a lot to teach you biblically. And you have a lot to expose in my word biblically. I formed you and I shaped you out of him. Every woman I have shaped and mold out of the man before I put them in their mother's womb. So you are shaped and formed out of Dwight. And that's why you able to perceive him so well. Know what he's thinking and know what he's feeling. Even when you wasn't agreeing with my plan. You kept coming to me, kept asking me, why am I receiving this information about this man? Why are you telling me to go to this man? Why am I able to feel what he's feeling? Because you were formed out of him. And sweetheart, God was saying all of this. And I said, let me say to him today, I want you. I want this ministry. I want your giftings to be released unto me to help me and mine. I want your personality. I want you as a man, as a friend. As a husband, everything as to who you are to me. 
I want this. I want you. And God taught me how to be expressive towards you because that's God rewarding you for your trouble. This is the fruit of your labor back at you in return. Because these words you didn't hear from me. Because I wasn't there for you. I am here now. I love you now and forevermore. I'm in love with you now and forevermore. What I didn't do then, I am here to do now. I will never turn my back on you ever again. I will never, ever walk away from you again. I want this. And I am glad that God has chose me for you. God didn't have to tell me about you. Cause a shutdown, not just for me, but I thank God it has a lot to do with me because of you. That's the first thing God said. It's you. He could have just had me get a divorce and just go through the healing process on my end or even tell me that you're my husband and let me just deal with that on my end. God didn't do that. He granted you the favor to hear. Finally, your day came for me to say that day. You didn't even know it was coming, neither did I. You didn't know you was walking in the room to find me. Neither did I. Thank you. Thank you for forgiving me. I wasn't asking God for a man after he told me I was with the wrong one. But he released to me who the right one is. You. Nothing else matters about what's going on on the left and right. God said that's trouble on every side. But I'm not crushed. I'm not struck down. I'm not forsaken. I'm not destroyed. Neither are you. The devil tried to throw all kinds of things our way to keep us from being together. But love, but love. I used to wonder, why is the white, you know, acting like that? Why is he feeling like this? Why does he keep looking like he he to get it together? He looks so disturbed. You weren't disturbed. You are in love. And now you're aware to feel it back in return. The same love you have, same love I have. And this love can sit you on your tail. There is nothing normal about this love here. And all those who know that you are in love know that it's a difference. By looking at how you react and respond due to it. And I should try to figure it out. Like, why is he like this? Even when I begin to know who you are, I still had a lot to learn about being in love. 
And I was like, wow, he really loves me. And then all of a sudden it comes upon me and I receive the same love. And there I go doing some of the things that you do that we try not to do. Seems so strange, but you just don't care. Just don't care. I perceive you very well. When I last seen you, when you wore that flag hat and that flag tank top, I knew you wore that for me, the entire outfit, actually. I know you did. Just the thought that you got that out the way for me. Thank you. When you sat down, I didn't want anyone to see me keep looking at you, but I took as much as I could in to take back with me to keep. Something that I didn't see or know before. So I was looking how the sun reflect on your hair and your eyes and just watching you talk a little bit. And then I looked at your arms. I seen your arms for the first time. And I mean, without sleeves, you know, I was looking, just trying to take in things I didn't see before or noticed about you. And when I was getting too heavy due to what was happening, God, you know, I went home to go. But I cried on my way home. I don't want to go anymore without you. <laughs> because you are with him. I had no idea the right. Just was set up to happen to me. I had no idea. I had no idea. I had no idea that I was preparing to marry you. It wasn't like, oh, I want a man. You are the man. And I thank God for every time I push past any obstacle opposition because of it. Because I said yes. And it's my answer. Once and for all, yes, no matter what comes my way. <laughs> I used to look at what I didn't have and feel so bad that because of what I didn't have, but the things that I do have are eternal and it's far more important than anything else and I thank God for blessing me yes God gave me the name Cambridge regarding Bahamas I don't know is there a place called Cambridge God said Cambridge then Bahamas I don't know. Is it a beach called Cambridge? A resort? I don't know. Something Cambridge, Bahamas. And um, I don't know. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. There was a woman who God blessed me to have a dream in your family. If I'm not mistaken, it got to be a cousin, but she says she's a sister. She's taller than me. She's slimmer than me. And she's, you know, a couple of shades darker, but she's still fair-skinned. She's lying. And she's a mother. If she's not my age, she's a little older. I remember all this in a dream. I had this dream, what, 2020. And I was walking with your family. And all of a sudden, I had to step off to use the restroom. And she politely walked and followed me. 
and she stopped me and said very politely, she said, my brother, she must act like, you know, y'all treat you like brothers and sisters. She was like, my brother really loves you. He really likes you. He really does. Don't hurt him. Don't hurt him. And I was like, I won't. She said, okay, like, I'm going to take that answer. Okay, I'm going to hold you to that. Okay. All right. I just want you to know, don't hurt him. And I, I had high respect for her because she approached me about it. You know, like, please don't, you know, don't hurt him. You know, he loves you. Don't hurt him. And I won't. If I was to see this, this woman, when I come there, I would never forget her face. I would point her out. According to my description that I've given you, you may know exactly who I'm talking about before I even point her out. Yeah. Yep. She showed up in my dream and said that. And let me tell you what else happened today. I given birth before I went to the next step. I pushed out a lot. I recorded, but you know, I, I didn't want you to hear me like that. I was a lot of roaring and Satan was being paralyzed and the demons were trembling and they hear the rumbling on the floor. And you know, it was like the whole pit floor and ceiling was rumbling, you know, with that sound. Christ said, I will give you a roar that will paralyze the enemy. And it's a roar from the kingdom. And the thing about it is, the roar comes straight from the throne. It's interceding on the behalf of God's throne. Now, when we go to God, we want to enter into his throne. We always say that, on the throne room of God. But that roar, it stands up for it. That's how powerful it is. And it stands God up and everybody up on their feet who's on the throne at that time. And they standing up hearing you speak up regarding God's throne. And it didn't say the kingdom. It didn't say this place. It said the throne. And I was like, wow. And you placed that within me. Thank you, God. But when I was pushing in my heart, I was like, why am I so different, God? Why am I like this? It's like and God always said, you're not a mutant. Stop thinking like you're, you know, you're a Spider-Man or you're X-Man or, you know, or Blade or something, you know, you know, Blade, you know, but not Blade because he's a vampire. But thinking you're like that, like you're, you, you do transform, you do, but you are not like them. You are like us. You know, the thing about them is that those are action figures. You are figured to release action. And I was like, wow, okay. Forgive me for thinking that. I like it. <laughs> because you don't want God to think you don't like what he, how he created you. It's like saying you didn't do a good job, you know? And, oh God. <laughs> I don't know why God keeps talking to me a lot about it, you know. <laughs> okay, God. And <laughs> I pushed it out. I was transforming a lot. I, I collapsed on the floor trying to make it to the bedroom. And I was going up and down like I'm about to really transform like somebody on TV. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Dwight saw this. Oh, God. <laughs> I'd probably be like, step back, please. Don't see me like this. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Because there were times 
that God had me to know in the beginning of the preparation on some episodes, you'll be look, you'll look at me like, wow, like mouth wide open, like what? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that at home. I don't want you to look on the bed, look at me, and be like, you know, you know, or scratch your head or something, or <laughs> get on the phone and call somebody and say, wow, it's happening. It's yeah, y'all, she transformed, you know, something like that. You know, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? But I, I can feel in my spirit about you a lot, Dwight. And God told me to be mindful of what I say because I'm formed out of you. I could, I'm the one who can get a response out of you in any way. And I don't want it to be in a way that it's not supposed to be. And that's why when I made that statement that I want to be teased and you were so eager to do that because I made a request and you made it be known. You know, that that's what, you know, you're going to do what I ask if I ask that of you. And you did that, you know, in so many ways without it being noticed. But I noticed it and I was like, please stop now. I can't take no more of this. <laughs> and I even told you, if you do that again, I'm going to step up there and grab. <laughs> yeah, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, um. Like you were, you know, the video with the window, you showing the window, you know, how you even, you had that look in your eyes, you know, like, you know, even with, you know, you were somewhere in some restaurant and you were, you went live, you know, and you had the shorts on that day, you sat down, you know, you wanted me to see that, you know, you know how I felt about you when you sat down, you know, stuff like that. And you were doing that, you know, cause I was, you were responding due to me being formed out of you. You were responding to my request being, you know, you was making it be known. I mean, it was, I mean, I was making it be known. Excuse me. Let me say that. And you were responding to what I was having to be made known. Yeah. And that's things that you don't normally do, but only I can get you to respond like that. But the thing is, I got to be mindful to keep you responding the way you're supposed to. Because you probably even wonder, why am I doing what I don't normally do? Because I'm formed out of you and I'm saying things. Like, I respond to what you're feeling. It wakes me up out of my sleep sometimes. I got to shh, you know, over your body, over your mind, over your heart, regarding any area. You know, it wakes me up out of my sleep. You know, I can feel how you're feeling. I can see what's going on, you know. I see a lot through you. And I can feel how you're feeling. Because I'm, you know, crafted and formed and shaped and molded from out of you, God said. Just like Adam, I mean, just like Eve from Adam, every woman, God pulls her from that mate. Yeah. That's what actually makes you one for real. Because every part of you is from him. But we are all created by God. Yeah. God could have just created Eve with her own of everything like he did with Adam, but he formed her from out of him. That's how they became one, because what's in him is you are. It made you. That's how God created us. You know, and... I had a visit today from Gabriel after I pushed pushed out this vision. See, the thing is, when I push out visions, I carry visions around, it's like a, 
it's a pregnancy, a spiritual pregnancy. But my body responds as if it's a natural sometimes. Sometimes I'm fatigued. Sometimes I'm hungry, but I eat more spiritual food. Sometimes I'm, you know, you know, a little sensitive and things like that. Or could be a little nauseous. And I just thank God that, you know, that I pushed it out. But I'm not just pushing things out for just me, these manifestations. These are for people who connected to us and people from all, all around the world. People receiving blessings due to us bringing forth, you know, manifestations out of our intercessions. You know, when we intercede for everybody, you know, you're going to curry and release so they can receive their results. And that's what God is sharing with me today, how it works, how it works. You know, what is it to intercede and what happens when you do? You know, regarding others. And I said, God... The white going sometimes be like, is this a real one or is this a spiritual one? And God said, mm-mm, he going to already know. He going to know before you know. Every time. I was like, wow, perceiving like that. And Gabriel came, Gabriel came and he bought, I mean, he didn't bring, but he showed me a birth certificate with, a, with you know, of footprints, two sets of prints, footprints. Excuse me, let me say this over, not two sets. A set of footprints and never mind, never mind God. But anyways, we all, I had to turn around and look at God like, what? A set of footprints out of ink on a birth certificate. And I said to Gabriel, you coming to release that? And that's regarding, you know, the first boy, you know, the first child we bring here together. And I said, you coming to release that? And then I didn't give Gabriel a chance to answer. I said, I laugh. I say, yeah, okay. You might as well get comfortable because you're going to be here for a minute because I'm not even married yet and it takes nine months to you know to give birth to a child so um go ahead get just make yourself comfortable and you know what Gabriel said to me you sound like Sarah did when I came to visit her you mocked me I felt so convicted I was like oh wow much as I read about this I said this, oh wow. I apologize, Gabriel. I didn't mean nothing by it. He said, neither did Sarah. But the thing about it is, I take it for what you say. And you were saying as if you can determine when it's gonna happen and how it's gonna happen. That's not your decision to make. That's not even your, nothing about you to even decide. I just came to release this to you. That's pretty much saying that cannot happen no time soon. It's no way it's going to happen anytime soon. And I really had to repent. And he forgiven me. 
And I was like, wow. That's why God is dealing with me, giving a word out about be mindful how we respond. Because our response shows, you understand? Because I'm looking at it like, when Gabriel come, he comes to release it, you know, but the thing is, now here it is. There you go. Thank you, Gabriel. He's still here. When he come, he's coming to release what's about to happen. It doesn't mean it's going to happen today because Mary had to go through that process to carry Christ around. You understand? So did Sarah. So did Elizabeth. So did um, Hannah. Go through that process to carry them around when Gabriel came and visited them. Today was my visit from him. And thing is, he said something different to each of us. He told Mary about her current Messiah. And her response is the only response that responded the way it was supposed to be responded. Now I see why God chose her. Because I was like, everybody was like, what made you pick Mary? So many other virgins around. I totally get it. Look at her response. Be it unto me according to thy word. That should be every response. Man and woman. That wasn't Sarah's response. She was, ha, okay. Yeah, right. Hannah's response was, you know, still going through a process because her husband had other wives who kept picking with her because they was jealous of her. Because he loved her more. So she had to go through that in the house. And after she went to Eli, you know, begging for, you know, a, a request made known about conceiving. And guess what? She came right back and gave her child to him. But we all gave different responses. Even Elizabeth, when it came to John. Because her husband was trying with her too. Men could marry other women back then. Thank God I can't do it now. Because <laughs> I ain't doing that. <laughs> we ain't doing that. <laughs> no. And my response was like Sarah's. He told me, you sound like Sarah. I was so like, oh, I'm, oh God. Much as I think about and read about this, talk about this. And I responded like that. And I said, it's all good. Forgive me. He was like, it's okay. Just be mindful how you respond. He told them by mouth what they were going to do. He came here and just showed me his footprints on this type of birth certificate. And it's not like ours. This is a something supernatural about this birth certificate because you don't have footprints on a birth certificate you have them but not on a birth certificate and he showed me that on a birth certificate and I was like I remember the size I would never forget the size of his, his you know his his feet on the paper with the ink
very healthy child. And I received it. I had to change my response. And I thought about Murray's response. Be it unto me according to thy word. And that's what I said. Then he went off and he's back again. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, I don't know about I don't know if I should tell the white this <laughs> can I save this <laughs> and I just thank God for it <laughs> You have so many surprises coming your way, sweetheart. You have so many surprises coming your way. Yes. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Gabriel didn't even open his mouth. He just showed me that. Our hearts talked. And then I blabbed out something like that. I thank God that I changed it. You know, he showed me something else on that. <laughs> I'm not looking back because. <laughs> it's amazing how I have a relationship like this with them. It reminds me of who I read in the Bible, relationships of the women in the Bible. You know, I feel a little bit of Esther. I feel a little bit of every woman in the Bible who had a powerful relationship with God due to a call on her life. And Gabriel, I'm turning back, looking, peeping at him. And <laughs> I'm like, you know, <laughs> I cannot tell him to wait or give me a second. But let me tell you my heavy language. He didn't say I couldn't tell you that way. Sakan mosu kanan diamo sokal. Sianda mosoko yanda yam, okay? Indani. Donnie, I love you, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> God is talking a lot about you on this next step. Yeah. Thank you for forgiving me. Yeah. God said it feels so good for you to hear me say I love Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh, Gabriel. I know it's Gabriel. God is giving you double for your trouble. You are receiving double for your trouble. Double. I thank God for that. I thank God for that. You are ready for your wife. You are doing very well. Until God tells you 
to come to me. I used to cry when you were walking, getting your vehicle and go home. I didn't watch what vehicle you got in. I just watched you walk towards the cars. And I would get home and cry because I didn't go with you. It was a no, not this time. And there is a day set aside for me when I'm coming home with you. It won't be no more, not this time. Like I said, this is my season and this is my time for God to bring everything he said to me to pass. One door, open up another door, open up another door. I just feel to say thank you to your mother for helping you the way she do regarding what she knows. I thank God your mother is so chill and easy to get along with, but still, you know, serious when it's it's time to be. And tell like it is. Tell what you need to hear respectfully as well as telling you what you want to hear respectfully. I'll never forget that dream I told you about 2020. We were at a church and okay okay is what God is saying to me. Your family church at your home, that's where we will be getting married. Not outside. It will be in the house of God. Your family's church. Yeah. It has a lot to do with your grandmother. Listen to these words. That is a request made known unto God. And God is telling me and instructing me due to her making that request in the kingdom for us to get married in your home church. Yeah, whatever church she went to, that church or whatever church, you know, I don't know per se, that church. You know when I say that church, that church. Whatever that church is, we'll be getting married at that church. And I don't want my favorite color. But I will have something about pink. Something. Because it's not about me that day. I want to give back to you. So I want it to be whatever you want it to be, sweetheart, from the colors and everything. Because it's not just a day for me. It's a day for us. And I give it back to you. We were at a church in this dream, 2020, God showed me. And what happened was, is that you 
and I was, you know, you were preparing on your side, and I was preparing on my side. And your mother and my mother was in the room with me. And they shook hands, like they grabbed each other by the hands. It was like, you know, like they're excited for us. And it was like, y'all are good. Yeah, they're good. Like, no worries for them. They're good. God got this. This is all God. They're good. And I never forget, I told you this, you remember. And all I could think about with you, oh no, let me talk about your mother. I got told me about her personality. I was like, um, I'm excited, you know, to go marry my husband. And she was like, yeah, I'm excited too, but he's not your husband yet. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But he become before he become. He is before he is. And I'm speaking from that place. And she was like, mm. Like, okay. <laughs> Didn't expect that the answer to come out. Yeah. And God was sharing with me when he was when he had me to encounter that. He wanted me to know that she would definitely speak her mind. Because she did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very respectfully. Yeah. But she speaks her mind. Yeah. God showed me that. And all I kept thinking about is this man don't know what happened to me on my wedding day. He have no idea that Mother Nature came on my wedding day. Oh, poor, poor sweetheart. Oh, God. And I looked over there. Actually, you were just having a good time with the guys. I said, oh my God, he don't know. Oh God, he don't know. You can get creative, but still, it's not the same. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I just was like, oh God. Yeah. I just thank God. God was telling me to be mindful how I planned it. Mm-hmm. Cause I wouldn't have thought of that. I would just be like, okay, whatever date, you know, whatever it is. Not even thinking, girl. Who does that? <laughs> you better not. <laughs> you better not do something like that. You understand? Yeah. This God was just shit. God didn't say that, but that's what you know. He was telling me, you know, be mindful with day on with day lantern. Yeah. You are filled with so much patience. Yeah. I want you to take every word in that God give me to give to you because it shall come to pass. I could talk to you from the future as much as God showed me, you know, all day. But, you know, still got to come back to reality. I mean, not me, excuse me. Come back to the present. Thank you, Father. Come back to the present. Yeah. Because that is our reality. You know, supernatural. And I'm so excited. Yeah. I watched YouTube and I seen your shoes that you had on Sunday. I was like, look at him. My favorite color in his shoes. I like. I really like. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I seen your color too. Close enough. Yeah. You didn't go to the singles thing yesterday. You wasn't allowed to go. I know. I know. I know. 
Because if you was led, you would have you would have gained. So you know, I said I wasn't gonna look for you. I don't do that. But my mom, <laughs> she was like, I didn't, you know, I didn't see him on there. I was like, you were looking, you know. It was like eighty six people, and she was like, you didn't. I was like, you were looking. <laughs> Say, yeah, I want to see my soon to be son in law was listening. Yeah. I am so ready to marry you. Let me tell you why. Because I'm kingdom-like. Because I'm like where I'm from. I feel like where I'm from. I see like where we're from. I hear like where we're from. Even though I'm walking in this earth. And some of the realities of earth I've been so used to. And many of us are, because we're still here in it. But sweetheart, sweetheart, that's one of the reasons why, the main reason why I want to marry you, because I am heaven-like, and I know how to respond to marriage from heaven's perspective of marriage. This marriage can never, ever fail because God never fails. I'm not a woman to have you find out things that you should have been known about. That's why God had me on this podcast. I, um, I told you the things that you need to know. Some days I lay around, may keep my night clothes on. You know, something like that. It won't be like, oh God, um, Q. You know, it's been it's been a week. You ain't you ain't been in the shower. It won't be nothing like that. No. <laughs> Q, you got hair all over the place. No, but never, because I'm not like that now. Mm-mm. See, the thing is, God God prepares me to be his wife first. So he teaches us as women, if we listen, how to be a wife for him first. Then you be a wife to the man he sends you. Like God taught me how to get rid of clutter. I was cluttery. To be honest, I was dirty. Oh God. (laughs) Oh God. Don't say that cute. But no, I was, oh God. I was dirty. You know, it was, it was dirty. Oh God, because I grew up like, you know, like that, you know, it was, <laughs> I'm not going to put no bios in that. I'm just going to take that on myself. But, you know, throwing things under the bed, leaving plates under the bed and stuff like that in the sink and, you know, and wonder why you got roaches, you know, stuff like that, you know, and then when I got my apartment on 4th Street, that's when, you know, I came and came across you, you know, in the house, God was dealing, God dealt with that, with that place. I was clean, you know, but they just had a mouse problem, a mice problem in that building, but my apartment was clean. God taught me how to keep things clean, you know, and I was clean. 
always. I always wanted just like an up space in the kitchen. I always wanted a, a spacey kitchen because so I can, I mean, enough so I can move around, you know? Even though I, I fix foods all, you know, different, you know, nationalities and stuff like that. But overall, the Southern style cooking, you know, really good. You know, I'm not one of those that I can cook and I just, you know, it's not good. You know, I just, you know, when it comes to me cooking for people like God taught me, you know, just relax like you cooking for yourself and your son. You know, don't be nervous to cook for people because you so, you, you go above and beyond to make sure it tastes good and that you make, you mess it up. And that's what I, I did a lot, you know, you know, a lot. I would make it too salty or under seasoned or, you know, stuff like that, you know, because trying so hard to impress, but. I just thank God that it's in me just to enjoy doing that. I put on my music and I just go for it in the kitchen, you know, but I love to, to take my time. Like I would get up and I really enjoy prepping. Yeah, I would love to prep for you. Yeah. Just tell me what to get for you. Yeah. And I watch you. Oh, I would love that to way. I love that. And I um, <laughs> just, you know, I enjoy doing stuff like that. But I've been around the job I was on for 15 years, and all they did was bring potlucks and dishes all the time from Pakistan. And they cooking food from India, cooking food from Egypt, and, you know, eating all kinds of things. So I got used to making all types, all types of quiche and stroganoff. Like, stroganoff is from Russia. Quiche is more of a, you know, let's see, uh, I forgot what part of the earth, what, what nation that is. If I'm not mistaken, it may be Australia. And, you know, just all kinds of things. Just making all kinds of dishes. And, you know, I like spicy, but not too spicy. But I know Indian food is all spicy. Even their mouth is spicy. Even their not spicy is spicy. And I bought spicy. It had spicy on it. So that went above me beyond. You know, it come in like that, it's going to come out that way. And I just thank God that, you know, I, I, I really satisfied that craving. I wanted Indian because I always wanted to know what that sauce is. It's a, it's a, uh, a curry. It's a, um, a butter curry. Yeah. For, it got Indian on it. Like it's from, for India, from India. They do that there, but you know, like cooking food from Thai and, you know, stuff like that. Like, my mom, she just likes straight food that we normally eat. Like pizza, steak and cheese. You know, ribs, chicken, fish. She don't, don't bring me no stroganoff. You know, don't, don't bring me no quiche. Don't bring me no quiche. <laughs> don't bring me no foo-foo, poo-poo. <laughs> don't bring me no mooshu. You know what I'm saying? Being around it so much, I, you know, got so used to eating that type of food. And the thing about it is, it goes along with my anointing, my calling, my purpose, because I'm, you know, to travel around the world, I can't bring American food everywhere I go. You understand? So that's another thing that God has, you know, did, done unto me. But you know, Southern style cooking, yeah, I'm really big on that. Yeah, but um, I just thank God for it. Speaking of that, let me put some greens on. Yeah, let me do that. My stomach, you know, I've really pushed a lot today, you know, um, giving spiritual birth, but it was still, still a push. And my stomach is, you know, a little sensitive where I, I don't want to eat nothing too heavy on it. No. Mm -mm. 
I don't really put pepper on my food, but you know, pepper's not bad, but if I did pepper, it'd be the kind of like it, the, the shaker, like the uh, sea salt. Yeah, I would do that versus, you know, you know, but I don't, I really do pepper. I don't really do too much spice, but I do like spicy when I do want spice. Because to be honest, too much, anything hot, too spicy can really tear up your stomach lining. Yeah. And that's why some people get ulcers because of too much spice. You know, um, I just think in high blood pressure, you know, too much spice, you know, salt even, grease even, cholesterol. But I just thank God that I drink over 64 ounces of water a day. You know, I drink a lot of water all the time, me and my son. Like, for us, drinking juice is a treat. We'd be so excited to get juice. <laughs> yeah, because we drink so much water. Yeah. I used to, he used to grow up be like, I can't wait to get home and get me an apple. The other kids would be like, an apple? What? You going to McDonald's, boy? You know, we do go to McDonald's, but he didn't, you know, he ate a lot of fruits and vegetables. He still do, but... He was, but now I give him a chance, you know, just get, you get a little bit, you know, cupcakes and cakes and stuff too, son. But, you know, make sure you get your fruits in. Because in my home growing up, it wasn't no cakes and all of that. No. It was fruit, vegetables. It was nothing but healthy things. And I make, like, fried chicken and stuff like that. But regarding junk, I never bought junk in my house. Never. My son didn't even know what junk was. He'd be so excited, you know, when <laughs> he'd go home and just get a banana can't wait. I, I get a whole banana. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and now, you know, I let him just explore. You know, you don't want to do that. You know, you take your child away from stuff like that. And then you grow up, they go berserk when they see sweets. You know, now they got, you know, open up a donut shop, you know, holy moly donut shop. <laughs> but anyway, um, I love you. Thank you for <sighs> being you. My appetite coming back. Yeah. Feeling better? Yes. I'm working on my um my sides. Yeah. I want my waist to be like at least, you know, because the size pants I wear are 11, 12, because you know my legs and stuff like that. My bottom is bigger than my top. But... I want my waist to shrink a little bit more, you know. I want, I want to have no waist. I want to, you know. So I got to work on that, sweetie. Yeah. For me. I want to do it for me. Yeah. There's nothing like having a pouch. I'm trying to. I got rid of it, but I just, you know, see a little, little bit. <laughs> so I got to get, you know, let that, you know. Handle that and keep it off this time. Yeah, I'm dealing with it. Yeah. When I seen your arms, Dwight, I was like, wow, he gonna be holding me with those. I was like, look at his arms. I see his arms without sleeves on them. <laughs> yeah, my God, stuff like that, right? And I look at your fingers and your nails. I remember when your kids, you had a, um, a nail file or a clipper on there. Yeah, I say, oh, he keeps up with his nails. Yeah, I love your nails and your hands. It's gonna be the day when I can touch your palm of your hand. Yeah, 
I don't mean to sound corny, but that's how I feel. Yeah. It's my time. You can hear from me again in 10 minutes. <laughs> Greatest season us. Things in a world, okay? Love you.